Holy shnikes, what happened? It's December 27th, y'all. Tuesday, there's not a lot of traffic on the roads, but we have a lot to talk about. Retail, credit unions, chips, CES, and the best Christmas presents we've ever gotten. Everywhere I go, the people really we gotta start there. Because mm. in true form, you gotta start there. in true form, Kyle, you and I got matching Christmas presents that, that may top, I mean, they met probably on my top 10 all-time list. It's unbelievable. <laughs> these these are these are the greatest. Yeah, I'll hold the up greatest. the one so, side. So our team what, got what us side, these. Which side you go? I'm going to hold up the, the word side. You hold up the picture side. Here we go. So, so Kyle is a picture. <laughs> the front of it says you can't see because my autofocus, but it says I was in automotive news, and on the back of it yeah. is my the ring, picture. Hold on. Let's see if I, yeah, you got it. You go. got it. On the back of it is the picture of Eugene Fields, the new president of NAMAD, and flanking <laughs> him to the left and the right are the back three quarter profile of. Kyle and myself. And so at the front of it, I was on automotive news. I'm going to keep this mug. My knee was in automotive news last year. You so go. that's you were much. in automotive news twice. Twice. <laughs> I should just <laughs> mark your jaw. The back of your head. Next year, you're going to get your elbow in. It's going to be nuts. Now let me, let me give, <laughs> let, let's give you a little, a little peek into the mind of a soda world automotive news. If we were you, we would yes. make these mugs that say I was in automotive news. And, and then on the back, every time someone's in automotive news, you send them a little picture. graphic well, and you'd be like, do you want to buy thing. this mug that you were in that's automotive how, news? That's how we would do that. And if you don't do it, we will. We're actually going to do it for you. We're going to, well, everyone that's in automotive news, we're going to make them a mug saying <laughs> I was in automotive news. From your friends that are news, automotive news. Yeah, yeah, news, yeah. Actually. Everybody <laughs> knows you were in Osoto because it's all over the internet. <laughs> that's the only other point. Uh, well, we hope you had an amazing break. Um, for us, it was definitely an unusual time where we pre-recorded a show or two and we were just saying we haven't heard that intro music in like three or four days, oh, five days. I don't yeah. know. It feels really weird and I feel distanced. But it's yeah. good to be back. It, it, it is. It feels weird. Like Amanda yesterday, she at like 10 o'clock in the morning, she was like, are you okay? I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you didn't do a pod this morning. I was like, I know. <laughs> and it's, it's Monday. <laughs> and it's even Monday. Monday. Actually, yesterday was the first weekday since we started this podcast that we did not run a pod. Is that wild? That's the truth. First weekday. That's because last year... We pre-recorded Christmas Eve, which was on a Friday. Yep. Saturday was Christmas, and so by Monday we were back in it, back so, and hitting it. Pretty, pretty wild. Well, wild. that won't happen again for seven years, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but but apparently a lot of news kept going on um, while we were gone. We, we got like four stories today, and we there's like five that I was like, oh, we could cover that, we could cover that, we could cover that. We yeah. just haven't. Yeah, but that, that's all right. It's good that the news keeps happening, but there wasn't anything like crazy or monumental. Uh, we did have a blast in Nashville at the year in extravaganza. We're going to rerun that show. Um, if you haven't seen it, it was literally, uh, Sarah's like, how do you think it went? I was like, it exceeded my expectations. And that's hard I to do. Are. That is yeah. hard to do, but I mean, if you want to watch just an incredibly fun show, uh, it's under two hours, and it's like the Jimmy Fallon show, Tonight Show, we have a live band, we have all these guests, we have a game show that is just outrageous where we yeah. get uh, like Liza Borches and Damon Lester, Alex Vetter, Scott Simons up there, Kyle and I lead a team, it's like win, loser, draw, Pictionary, Michael Cirillo hosts it, and if you want to see the best drawings that you've ever seen in your life... Very sarcastic, though, because like we had a ton of fun and there was entertainment and enjoyment and games. But I had a friend pull me over afterwards that lives in Nashville that's in automotive and he goes, You know, this is crazy. Like that was a ton of fun, but 
I got a ton out of it. Like the actual insights, the conversations that were had, the little fast five to seven minute conversations oh, yeah. were actually super insightful and actually lead to real business results. So we we mix it all together. My wife mix was inspired afterwards. My wife, because she was there in the live studio audience with with a, probably about fifty other people. And, and some of the people and some of those interviews, she was really inspired about the way they, they care about their folks like Scott Simons and their mentoring and like, she was just inspired by it. So uh, we talked about some real information, some real plans, had some real fun, had a really great band, uh, had a real monologue and, uh, yeah, you should check it out. The best way to check it out. I don't know. Is it up on the website? If you go to YouTube, our YouTube channel. Yeah, if, if you go actually to the website, scroll down a little bit and hit that, it'll take you to the page where you can rewatch it right on YouTube. Yeah, dog. High-res version. High-res version. Got a lot of stuff coming up. NADA, Soto X events are starting to shape up. But let's talk about news because we've been going on this long enough. Speaking of the news. Stop. All right, we'll just stop right there. According, how did Christmas go? That's the question, right? According to MasterCard data, retail sales increased by 7.6% during the holiday season from November 1st to Christmas Eve. Uh, here's there are a couple of asterisks, right? So put a pin in that, right? Like sales are up by 7.6%. We know inflation is up too. So like, is it really an increase? But let, let's break it down a little bit. Clothing sales rose by four and a half percent, right? So that's less than pacing inflation while in-store sales increased by 6.8% and online sales increased by 10%. So more online than in-store. Uh, electronic and jewelry sales actually fell by 5 3 and 5.4% respectively. Wow. Um, yeah. So less electronics, less jewelry. Um, so here's the, here's the kicker. Restaurant spending up by 15.1% over the same time period in 2021. We have a quote and then we'll break it down. The holiday retail season looked different than years past. Steve said, uh, Sadovi, a senior advisor at MasterCard and former CEO of Saks Incorporated. So he's got something to say about it. Retailers discounted heavily, but consumers diversified their holiday spending to accommodate rising prices and an appetite for experiences and festive gatherings post-pandemic. So yep. there you go. No, 100%. I think, you know, the, the fact that restaurants are up, the fact, you know, because you just think about it, like, Last year, automotive was was all back and ready to go, and yep. like it wasn't was. But from a retail perspective, from a from just like an overall pandemic feeling, twenty twenty one still had a lot of that going on, right? I mean, I remember you know, I mean, January of this year, there was a height, uh, uh, you know, a, a heightened COVID um, uh, awareness, and so like you know, you just think like that last year people were still not gathering, still not going out to restaurants yeah. like they were in the past. And so this was kind of the first year where I think it was just through and through. Everybody was like, let's get together. Let's be together. So that experiential nature. Um, I mean, just a, a couple things I was running, reading the news this morning. Uh, a lot of people saying, hey, look, all the weather combined couldn't impact our travel. There was a, still a ton of travel, even though there were a ton of shutdown flights sure over were. the U.S., even even I saw a stat where um, the the spending it outpaced in the inflation percentage by about a point and a half. Um, so even though you know spending is up due to inflation due to cost of goods, uh, it's still outpaced in uh, actual inflation increase by about a point and a half. So um, there's just a lot. I, I just see consumer behavior outside of homes, outside of homes, still continuing to drive and and have a ton of demand in the market. And, and a lot of these numbers prove that and, and prove it toward experience. You know, I, I, I have a little bit of a different take on, on where that's heading. I, I have my, my guts tell me this is kind of that last hurrah spending. Yep. Just like, like, you yep. know, you're going on a diet next week. What are you doing? 
I'm eating pizza and cheeseburgers every night this week. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Um, so we got a few more retail-oriented things. Uh, we were in the electronic stores. I got a little anecdotal story. I was in Best Buy, and um, we were returning some headphones that were they just were broken, right? We exchanged them for a different pair. And my wife was like, you want to go to return these today? And I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be a madhouse, right? The day after Christmas is when everybody right. goes and gets the stuff they actually wanted, right? <laughs> they return the stuff that they actually got. And it wasn't crazy. We went in Best really? Buy. We were in and out of the return line in like three minutes. Wow. And I've never okay, seen that wild. in my life, right? And so, like, you know, this is just kind of, I, we're going to go out of order in the stories for a second, the way they are in the show notes. But, you know, I also noticed some very, very uh, stark differences in what I saw last year. One of those is the Sonos, the Sonos, like, speakers, right? The home mm -hmm. entertainment yep. speakers. Oh. Dude, they were stocked like crazy. There's like really? 20 subwoofers and all these units. And I was trying to buy some Sonos stuff last year and it was all back order and you couldn't get it because yep. of, you know, chip shortages and everything. So speaking of chip shortages, ah, or oh, lack thereof, or lack thereof. Did you see all the stacked electronics? I did. One of the reasons is that <laughs> chip inventories are swelling as semiconductor companies are reducing production plans due to weak demand for electronic gadgets. All these stories dropped at the same time. So like the retail data wow. shows they're buying less stuff. Chip chip manufacturers are like, hey, we got piles of chips all of a sudden. They're at the highest supply levels in over a decade. I was like, what wow. kind of world are we living in? I, yeah, yeah. And I just like. And and still, I drive past Kentucky, and we got cars on cars on cars. So Different I don't know like where us. all the chips are going. I mean, uh, chips chips historically, like they have been focused on consumer electronics. Oh yeah, right. High margin. So that's that's where they came back first. That's where they put the into. So it wasn't focused on automotive. Um, so I get it. Uh, but man, I still wish I had Bose speakers in my Mazda CX thirty. <laughs> oh man. Well, they're according to Sanjay. Uh, oh boy, May Maroda. Marota, thank Mar you very much. Sanjay Marotra. Um, they're well <laughs> above the target level. He's the chief executive of the memory maker uh, Micron Technologies, who we covered is building this huge manufacturing plant here in Syracuse, where I'm at. Um, you know, they missed their Wall Street earnings, and he said they're going to be cutting 10% of their workforce. They expect the situation maybe to regulate mid-next year, but they have to see where demand goes. So talk wow. about that crazy ebb and flow of microchips. Hopefully they get into the vehicles. Uh, the story we have linked up also talks about like NVIDIA and graphics cards and even rolling, slow rolling new technology so that they can burn through some of the chip supply they have. So it's crazy oh, to watch things ebb, ebb and flow and go back and forth. Speaking of ebbing and flowing, though. Ah. All right, this is like specifically related to auto in a very real and tangible yeah. way. Uh, credit unions are crushing conventional auto loans by a huge margin, um, almost two and a half percent better rates on used cars and a point and a half better on new cars. So like the average used car rate right now is 8.36%. Credit union rates only 594 so, yep. I mean, this this is going to be a thing, right? Like dealers yeah. leaning into credit unions. It's a big thing. I'm I'm hearing, like I, I have, I've actually talked to over the past couple of weeks, a couple of dealers, they're basically either going to their, their captive lender, you know, so they're, whoever their captive lender is, meaning the the lender that supplies the the vehicles, right? Toyota Financial, um, you know, Mazda Financial, what Ford, Ford Motor Credit. So all of those are kind of like the primary. And then the secondary is, is these credit unions just because they're keeping rates low. And the reason being is because, there's a decreased mortgage lending, so they're going all in and more and more aggressive on they got auto. Money they need to lend it. 
they got to lend it. And uh, because they they hold these notes instead of selling them as instead of selling them as bonds, they can keep control of the interest rates because they're not playing in the market as much. They're playing with kind of like uh, it's not house money, but it's it's the the house money, right? So they're not selling these loans off or or selling them as right. bonds. Uh, but that also presents a problem if for some reason there's defaults over the next year. How uh, you know? But they're in the same the bag, breath, better or worse, right? In in the same breath, like credit unions are slower to lend, and they typically lend to more of a a prime or near prime buyer, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's a lot of times why you see the lower rates there as as an average, anyways. Um, but it does occupy twenty eight percent of auto lending, up from twenty percent last year. So there's obviously an increased focus on credit union lending, probably both from dealers and consumers at this point. So what is Kyle when when a dealer when do dealers have relationships directly with credit unions where they sign people up? Because here's the difference. If yep. you're not aware yep. of this credit union, you have to be a member of the credit union in order to borrow from it. So you have to have an account, open checking, savings account, whatever, because a credit union is is a not for profit. Basically, it's owned by the members. So um, there's not profit at the end of the year. They really distribute any what would be profits back in the form of lower rates. So right. which is why the rates are low. There is no profit, no federal income tax. Right. So they pass all that savings back. So um, is, is it easier, Kyle? Harder? You've worked in F&I. Like, is it easier or harder yep. to do business with a credit union or about the same? So it's a little tougher um, a lot of times because credit unions have like specific lending guidelines, like where you can live, where you can work, where you can, uh, you know, where you can go to church kind of are the the, the main three yep. um, or who you've worked for in the past. So like USAA or, or PenFed being a credit union. Yep. But most of these credit unions either have direct lending relationships. So they actually are in route one or dealer track uh, simply like for instance, Ascend Federal Credit Union is a local credit union in Tennessee, and all that would happen was um, was that uh, the 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 customer would uh, take twenty five dollars of the down payment and start their their checking account or their membership yep. with the credit union. They could just let that sit forever. And then they'd be a credit union member and be able to lend from that credit union across the country. A lot of, especially in the South, uh, credit unions use a service called Cuddle. Um, uh, because, Cuddle, like C U D D L E. C U D L. Okay. Um, uh, so it's essentially like the route one or dealer track. So the lending service, the middle person uh, between the dealer and uh, like hundreds of credit unions, uh, where you can go in, submit. Get everything approved, all of your uh, all of your lending final decisions, as well as all your uh, um, uh, uh, billing decisions and and uh, and deal flow go right through there. So yeah, there's a ton of direct lending relationships with with those banks, and they they more come on board all the time. So, so there yeah. you go. I mean, always looking for the angles. That's a real and present thing. Interest rates, affordability, credit unions. Yeah. What's better? What's better community than credit union? Right. All your friends there and neighbors you borrowing the same money <laughs> uh, from each other from each other even better even better from each other as long as you don't there you go as long as you don't default because then it can get yes get a little then awkward. they kick you right out <laughs> <laughs> uh i would say speaking of getting kicked out but i would love to but you, you know mixed up the fun fact so fun automotive speed, fact yeah. yeah we're talking about consumer electronics show in las vegas that starts this thursday hundred thousand people descend on the convention center that we in automotive know and love very much because it's where yes. exact same place we have the nada show but the reason we don't have the nada show there at the same time every month is because ces 
has it every year. So there's a little bit of yep. a like, they get first dibs, which is why we have to move it sometime. If you didn't know that, it's the truth. But either way, it's starting this Thursday in Las Vegas, 100,000 people there. And get this, they're featuring 275 mobility-related companies. Um, and they've booked 400 thousand square feet of convention space between those 275 companies it's actually 20 wow. percent of the entire show i think that's CES, a that's a big deal is ces the biggest show in vegas like i think that i would think it would i be. think it is so this is like the biggest conference of the place that has the biggest conferences and 20 percent of the overall space is dedicated it's to mobility related you know i asked a question last week of steve greenfield like why is he covering so much alternate mobility mm -hmm. and just the reality that he stayed in and i think that a lot of auto dealers are paying attention to is hey look if if mobility has looked like auto for so long is what what does future mobility look like and are am i aware of those spaces is there a franchise opportunity there is there a retailing opportunity there and so paying attention to this type of stuff and i mean shoot there's a ton of oems that show up to to places like this i mean bmw and stellantis are are unveiling ev concepts you got e-bikes out there um vertical takeoff and landing you know, i want to see one of those so bad dude I want to oh, see, man. I wish, I wish one of those companies would come to NADA and just, I just want to see one just of those things off, just take right? off and land. Like, you know, that wow. would be the hotness if that happened. We'll get there soon. Yep. Just, just yep. that I, I really want to see one of it, those. It'll happen. <laughs> it'll happen. It'll be fun. NADA someday will be, we'll have, we'll have all the fun stuff, but until then you can we go to some of the fun stuff. Yeah. We have some <laughs> of the fun stuff. I, I will say, you know what? It's funny talking about mobility and CES, bringing me back to my best buy trip yesterday. They had a full rack of e-bikes, like the cool ones, really, like, like the Super Seventy Three bikes, Best the ones, Buy? the ones I've only seen like That's on wild. Instagram. If look it up, Super Seventy Three, it is a ridiculous e-bike. It's like a little motorcycle, big fat tires. You know, they had so they had like two and three thousand dollar e-bikes lined up on a rack. I'd never seen them wow. only, only seen them on TV, but. Best Buy, because, I mean, this really speaks to how electrification is bringing automotive into pop culture in a way yep. that hasn't been the case since, like, the 70s. So, lots of opportunity. I think a lot of opportunity for dealers in automotive, like you just said, Kyle. Like, let's start thinking around mobility a little bit more. There's probably some retail yep. opportunity. Um, I got to say, man, those bikes were freaking amazing. So, hey, if, if bikes Best Buy can get bikes. Heck yeah. If, why can't we let's go that's right that's right uh hey on the fringes of the ces uh, a dutch company that makes a solar powered ev right like why can't we power it with the sun well in upstate new york we understand why we can't because there <laughs> is none three months out of the year um but they're going to showcase their second generation vehicle um this company's called lightyear and says they could have 500 mile range in a solar powered ev in a car that costs less than $40,000. My guess gotcha. is you can only fit like one or two people and please don't hit anything Batteries with it. and solar panels? <laughs> yeah. Golly, that thing's got to be 8,000 pounds. Unbelievable. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, either way, it is good to be back with you today. Uh, got a lot of work to do in this final week of the year. Yes, here we go. And by the way, if you need, need a gift idea for Kyle and I, the I was in automotive news mug is a big hit. We'll see you tomorrow.